Rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised. Savaged Unfiltered. Alright guys, welcome to Savage Unfiltered. Uh, today is a, a very special uh, bonus episode. Uh, we call this episode Savage Brief, guys. Uh, these episodes are short little episodes. Uh, we get into you know some of the most heated and trending topics uh, that's facing this country. Uh, stories, headlines, uh, just about everything, guys, you can hear on Savage Brief. Today, uh, today uh, me and Sauce are going to talk about, you know, just... What's going on with the whole uh, Brian Stelzer, uh, CNN, and you know why they decided to uh, to fire the anchor of Reliable Sources, uh, Sauce? Let's let's dig into this, man. Um, what do you think went wrong with Brian Stelzer? A lot of criticism is saying that you know he was a little too far leftist and too much of an extremist. You mean you mean too far? He hated him. Uh, he was full blown communist. I mean, there's no such thing as too far. If any anybody on CNN, I just want to tell you, anyone on CNN is like way far. They they're anti American. I call it the Communist News Network because they despise this country. I mean, and now they're finally realizing that. Oh, I guess we gotta get rid of some people because our viewership dropped, and that we're averaging about five hundred thousand people. Uh, an episode like um. <clears throat> Uh, hourly or something like that, or even like our nightly news and stuff, we're averaging 500,000 viewers. Well, we got to make some budget cuts, and so why don't we just cut Brian Stelter and stuff? I mean, yeah. and plus, I think I think the reason why they ate him and stuff, or fired him, was because I think he was eating too many Twinkies before he got on the show. So I think they were going through the Twinkie supplies. The Twinkies, yeah, I heard that. I heard that story. But, I, you know, a lot of people are going back to the most recent um, uh, episode that he had on the show, uh, with the uh, with the author, right, Michael Wolf. Michael Wolf, yes. uh, guys. Uh, if you paid attention to an episode a couple episodes back uh, with myself, Soslin, and uh, Joseph M. Leonard, uh, we were discussing the entire uh, segment, a little segment that uh, that Brian Stelzer had, you know, Michael Wolf on. And Michael Wolf, guys, let me let me remind the listeners here. Michael Wolf is not a big fan of conservatism. He's not a Republican. Uh, Michael of the um, of an independent type of uh, Democrat. Uh, he is a liberal. He does consider himself a, a liberal. But this is a man, like I said, that does not favor conservatism. He is calling out Brian Stelzer on his own show. Saying, you know, maybe your ratings are dropping because maybe you need to shut up and listen a little bit more. And then, you know, yeah. <laughs> after he's saying that, Sauce, you know, Brian Stelzer is like, you know, he's he's doing his little, you know, infamous little, you know, smile, you know, the, the, the goofy looking, you know, scare smile. I mean, that smile would scare a five-year-old child if you ask me. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean uh, – what- <laughs> What's your thoughts on uh, on on uh, on Brian Stelzer uh, leaving and departing uh, CNN? I think it's great, and my whole thing is, what more? Okay, what more does CNN need? How many more firing does CNN need to like uh, to finally wake up and realize? Okay, maybe we've gone too far, and we've like I we've, uh, we reached a certain part, a certain group of society that is full blown communist. Maybe we. Okay, maybe we gotta hone back on it and keep those people behind the closet, and let's kind of get more moderate Democrats and more moderate, somewhat rhinos onto our show, and viewers, if we want to save this network before collapsing. That's what I think. Well, do you think? uh, Do you think that this uh, this termination of uh, of Stelzer uh, could lead to other terminations with other networks, such as The View and other, you know, far left, uh, you know, talk shows? Oh, absolutely. Look at Wolfie Goldberg. She's hanging by the bridge of her seat on The View because ABC is about to fire her. And the only reason why and <clears throat> the only reason why ABC won't fire her from The View is because uh, Wolfie Goldberg, when she was suspended for two weeks because of her really 
on the atrocious statement about the Jewish community. They suspended her and she pulled out the race card and that's what's holding back ABC from firing her. So if they're going to, and she's on the bridge of her seat because they're losing viewership. Well, well. yeah, yeah. Whoopi's using the race card to basically save her position and role there um, as a co-host. Yeah, yeah. You know, whenever you use that now, especially in society today, you know, I had the opportunity to talk to, um, you know, Mr. Healy today, just, you know, about 20, 30 minutes prior to this uh, this broadcast that Sass and I are doing. Uh, Healy said the same thing, you know, Noah Healy. He says, you know, you're going to see, um, you know, you're going to see, you know, scenarios get played out, especially in today's society. Recap off of that, you know, I had just the other, uh, just yesterday, uh, Branch uh, Isole, uh, which is a author of 22 books, and he specializes not only in politics, but he specializes in the seven steps of uh, relationship uh, uh, goals into politics uh, yesterday too and he said you know i think today's society that we're seeing right now is basically playing a huge part of what we're experiencing we're seeing a lot of hate we're seeing a lot of um this we we we, we labeled yesterday's show sauce a digitalized uh a form of a culture you know where this digitalized uh, form is literally taking over our mindsets right you can go back to the 50s man and you can see like a, a tremendous difference people sat at the dinner table they were more uh you know inglued with themselves as a family or a unit you know they yeah. didn't have cell phones then they weren't on their freaking you know fucking facebook 24 hours a day you know they 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 actually loved one another and and they wanted to be around one another and we got into that into great detail uh, yesterday uh, with myself and uh, and uh, Mr. Uh, Isolay, uh, which I highly suggest you guys tune out that uh, that episode. Sas, I mean, do you see like we're talking about today with Brian Stelzer? We're talking about CNN. Do you see CNN? Uh, looking at this termination with Brian Stelzer on a positive level or a negative level, do you think this this is going to improve the show and they're going to go to another format? Like, what do you think? Um, well, I think, well, first of all, <clears throat> if, they, if CNN wants to correct themselves, they also have to fire Dom, Dom Lemon as well and Brian Seltzer. So they're almost, they're almost. Well, they, they fired Seltzer. Seltzer doesn't work for the, for the, for oh, the network at all. They, but you were they, right about, yeah, you were right about Lemon. They got to get rid of Don Lemon because they, he's an extremist leftist. Yeah, yeah. You, get those, you get those two extremists, then you can finally make, I feel like that they're not hit rock bottom yet. Brian Stalter firing him was one step of saying, oh, okay. It's, you know, for for example, an alcoholic, okay? Oh, the first thing that they have to realize is they have a problem. CNN realized they had a problem. All right, the problem was with Brian Stalter. So what do you do with the problem? You throw out the booze and you throw out the Twinkies and you say, go fetch Stalter. And then you make Stalter like go after the Twinkies. Then you lock the doors and you uh, throw his... Uh, throw his boxes out the window and then that's the one problem of realizing you have a problem and now they got rid of the problem and so now they have to work and rebrand themselves as fair and moderate so the fact well is, you know that may that, yeah that may work for aa and you know other programs you know that are usually linked towards a spirituality uh, concept, but I mean, I don't know. Do you think it would work towards, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, we had a problem with uh, Stelzer. Uh, it's either fire him, try to improve our ratings, try to be a better network for the American people, or still be the same extreme leftists of a network." You know. Well, who are, who else are they going to replace with Stelzer, though? I mean, Stelzer was as Stelzer was as extreme as you can get. Besides, well, he. Yeah, he's been with the show for what uh, nine years. Uh, I'm told he's been with the show for nine years, and you know, canceling somebody after nine seasons—that's uh, saying a lot as a network. That they hopefully they want to move in the right direction. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Or, or what about this theory? Okay, what if, what if that they're actually hiring? Okay, here's a weird oddball. All right. So, for instance, they fire Brian. Hey, guys. If you're looking for a steak, I know it's hard to find steak, right? You know, a lot of restaurants that just overcooked, undercooked, just not to your taste buds, right? 
You want that juicy steak. Look no further than Omaha Steak. I love them, guys. Love them. If I didn't love them, why wouldn't I be promoting them on the podcast today? Go over to Omaha Steaks, okay? They are phenomenal, guys. The juiciest steak you'll ever taste in your life, okay? A lot of people are like, well, how does it get delivered to your house? You know, with gnats and bugs going to get into it. And it. No, no, no. It's not, you don't have to worry about all that. It is in a sealed perishable bag delivered to your house. So you don't have to worry about the gnats and the bugs get into it. It's fresh from the time they ship it from their distribution center to the time it arrives at your house. The juiciest steak you'll ever have in your life, guys. Check them out today. Omaha Steaks. Love them. phenomenal. Go take some time off. Go be with your family. Maybe you just need a little, you know, a uh, 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 T.O., you know, a timeout. Maybe yeah. you just need to, uh, to, 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 uh, to have a reset in life. You know, hopefully, hopefully that's the cause. You know, like, listen, guys, I know I'm making a goof with Brian Stelzer on the show today. You know, and obviously if those who follow me on social media, you've seen a, a picture I posted on Instagram and Facebook uh, earlier today with, uh, you know, Brian Stelzer holding a cardboard sign, you know, front of the CNN building in Atlanta, you know, saying, you know, uh, help any money is uh, is greatly appreciated. I know it's a goof. I know it's a joke. But listen, you know, when it comes down to it, Sauce, this is a human being. Right. Yes, he's he's highly criticized across all networks. Fox had said some things about Brian Stelzer. Uh, even Newsmax had made some jokes about him, you know, with his insanely, you know, uh, creepy looking smile that he's known for, you know. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully this termination or hopefully, like you mentioned, Sauce, maybe he's on a temporary leave of absence. Maybe the LOA, the leave of absence, uh, will, will basically guide Stelzer in a better path. As an individual, you know what I mean? Well, I don't think, well, I don't think that's, uh, okay. Well, the other thing is, okay, if you are, <clears throat> okay, this LOA that he's, well, that I'm thinking that he's on, I think it's more of a PR move as well from CNN, you know, because like, okay, we got to get rid of some extremists. Look at what happened. They got rid of Chris Cuomo. They got rid of, uh, they officially got Brian Salter. They got rid of their CEO. Now, what else? Because they're finally realizing, okay, well, we have to save this network somehow. So let's make temporary cuts and then let's bring them back all on. For instance, there, the other day, while they fired Brian Seltzer, okay, CNN had uh, a closed door meeting with Chris Cuomo because they were thinking about bringing him back on. Well, do you know, do you know why they got rid of Cuomo, though, right? Yeah, well, his allegations, uh, sexual. Allegations. Well, his well, his brother. I mean, yeah, and then the brother, the ties with his brother. You know, the former. Uh, you know. Uh, governor of uh, new york yeah of course you know i mean the, the cuomo family <laughs> you know they got a lot of skeletons in the closet sauce <laughs> so does Stelter, i bet oh i'm sure i'm sure you know i mean you know with that creepy laugh you would think right you know <laughs> i mean you never see the way he laughs on on television i mean he yeah. shows his entire grill you know his front teeth and his bottom teeth you know it's like come on man if you're gonna smile you know think of a better you know uh, gesture or smile to you know present on national television. That's yeah. just creepy. I yeah. mean, imagine a five or seven year old child like mommy, you know, running across the you know the hallway, getting away from the TV screen. Yeah, or or like if you're watching at the airport and the last thing you see is this cringy smile, so that's all you're focused on is when you fly out. You're like, oh man, that guy, oh that's a creepy guy smile. Okay, well that my flight's pretty much ruined. Nightmares <laughs> for the rest of the week, of course, of oh. course, but. I said nightmares uh, for the rest of the week, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I see the bit that came out across the, what the hell was it? Uh, Breitbart? No, not Breitbart. Uh, they're a tremendous uh, uh, newspaper and media company. Uh, but I, I seen a, uh, an article come out of uh, Newsmax, believe it or not. And those are the two media groups I, I, I tend to follow, you know, Newsmax or, or Breitbart. I, I can't take Fox uh, uh, serious anymore. Uh, I sure as hell don't take CNN serious. I think the last time I actually watched CNN throughout its entire, uh, you know, uh, 
a broadcast was probably like in the early 90s, but they were a different company then. They weren't like so far left that they are now. So, I mean, those are the only networks that I, I really take serious is Newsmax and uh, Breitbart. Newsmax came out with an article the other day where Newsmax was saying that, you know, the ratings are so bad for CNN. Right. They try. They're, they're in desperate times right now. Sauce. They tried this this crap like not too long ago. I think it only lasted for like, what, two or three months. This the CNN plus. Oh, crap. yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. That's CNN yeah. plus. OK. Th- so let me tell you about the CNN plus. All right. So yeah, man, you're fired up on this. I know you are. Go ahead. Yeah. OK. So I was so I keep I kept up with CNN plus. OK. I heard about it. I'm like, oh, OK. So what they're trying to do is CNN plus try to do is that they try to k- copy the Facebook playbook. Because Facebook has not Facebook, Fox News has this app called Fox Nation, and it has yeah, yeah. So they try to play that uh, Fox Nation stuff, and it was funny because they gave Chris, uh, they gave Chris Wallace a five million dollar deal uh, to be a feature on this CNN Plus. So then Chris Wallace then didn't have a feature on Fox Nation. So then he left, departed, along with the five million dollar deal. They gave him a seventy five million dollar deal contract to go and report as being one of the primetime CNN hosts. So what happened was I then looked into CNN plus and yes, I did have CNN plus. I am very sad to say this, but then, <laughs> but then <laughs> why did you have that sauce? Why, why, why did you subscribe to that? I have to ask. Well, the reason why, cause I want to see more of, I want to see if it was fair and balanced. Like they said it was going to be. Oh, I um, thought there might have been like an offer or something for like a you know a, a month supply of free coffee at Starbucks. Or well, something. they did say well they did say a month supply. They did say the first month was free, and then uh, afterwards, okay. then you can cancel at any time. So I took that offer. So I said, "Oh, cancel the first month." Well, I watched a couple of the shows, and I about the first five minutes, I'm like, I fell asleep because they yeah. made they. What happened was Chris Chris Wallace. He went on there and just. It pretty much ended up if, if you had Chris Wallace, which I watched, and he had so much hatred against President Trump. He talked about the debate and was like how he feared for his life. And then you also had um, and then you had a special feature with Mrs. Peppermint Patty during that time, which was pre- the press secretary, Palatsky, or whatever her name was. And then they gave her and then not only that, but they gave a feature literally a show about Liz Cheney and how she's America's hero and how she's a next, and that she's an Abraham Lincoln, but in a woman form and that she's a next. Yeah. yeah I, I've seen that. Yeah. Hold that thought. You mentioned peppermint Patty, a uh, rumor to be that. And these are, these are sources folks. So, you know, it, it, it might be true or it might not be oh, also. Known as a rumor. Yeah. I was just about to say that it's rumored that peppermint Patty is, is going to be the replacement of uh, Brian Stelzer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what you talk about. That's even worse than Brian Seltzer himself because she at least. You're probably hearing this for the first time, folks. I don't even think any news or, or media outlet is reporting on this, but I've heard, you know, from, from, from the grapevine that, uh, you know, that Peppermint Patty there, uh, Jen Psaki, uh, will be replacing, uh, you know, Brian Stelzer. Yeah. As the new anchor of that show. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think that, okay, what is, I was going to actually ask you about this. So you beat me to it. What do you think about that? Do you think that will help the ratings or do you think it'll just hurt? And then do you think she'll improve it or do you think she'll just still be the same? Well, you got to look at her uh, performance level when she was press secretary in, in the Biden administration. You got to, you got to look at that, man. Like you got to look at, see how the audience felt, you know, when, when people are like, Oh, Michael, what is Michael talking about? Audience, you know, the audience, the viewers that are watching the press briefings when, you know, when Jen Psaki spoke, you know, you got to see, the ratings that came through that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, I think it's gonna, I think it's only gonna do more damage. Now, if Kellyanne Conway, if she were to do a, if she were to go on, you know what they need? They need uh, Kellyanne Conway to say no, she won't. She won't go to a liberal network. No. Uh, she, 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 she has a spot on Fox's The View. You know, she's constantly on The View. Uh, I noticed that she made an appearance not too long ago on, um, on, yeah, on The View. What am I saying? Oh, and The Five. Excuse me. Let me retract that, folks. She had an appearance first on The Five uh, with um, Judge Janine Pirro and uh, the others. She also made an appearance on The View. Okay. So she she's uh, – I don't think she she's going to want to anchor position, Sauce. I think – I think Kellyanne Conway uh, just wants to be that appearance type of person. You know what I mean? Make a yeah. couple of appearances, come on podcast, 
you know, talk shows. I think that's what she wants. Huh, I didn't think of that. Well, I don't know. I just think. I also think, hold on, hold that thought. I also think that, you know, that um, that Kellyanne Conway is saving uh, saving herself as a role for, you know, possibly a future, you know, uh, whether it's a cabinet member or some type of staff member again under the Trump administration. Because let's not count our roosters and chickens yet, folks. I mean, I, everybody thinks like, you know, the latest gossip that's coming out of the uh, out of the Mar-a-Lago raid, which is on newspapers all over the place. I mean, we have it's on you know, all of our uh, 12, uh, 25 newspapers here in the state of Florida. I just seen it on the, uh, the Palm beach post. And I also uh, read uh, the Orlando journal and, you know, uh, on the Orlando journal and the Palm beach post, it shows that Kellyanne Conway uh, could have a potential role in the future, uh, you know, position in the Trump administration, which is obvious. I mean, we're going to see that. You know, she played a, yeah. uh, a a huge factor, man. You talk about Ke- Kellyanne Conway, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of, you know, uh, taking the floor here, Sauce. I'll give you a minute here and a minute to explain that and recraft, uh, re- 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 recap, if you'd like, you know, uh, with Kellyanne Conway. She she was a woman, one of the uh, the very first women in the Trump administration that played an important role. Uh, she she was you know, considered, uh, you know, uh, to have uh, a huge influence on that administration. So, I mean, if a woman that, that, uh, respected, you know, in Washington, then, uh, within those four years, do you think a woman that respected and that, uh, admired, uh, would want to go to, you know, a liberal network and just, you know, (laughs) just, that's like a slap in the face to the American people. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, when you do think about it, yeah, why would you ruin a reputation? Why would you ruin a reputation of being a first press secretary, first female press secretary of a wonderful president? I think she that's why she became so well known and that's why she so many people liked her. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it is right because uh, she played a she played a role model against uh, uh, both uh, women and young women. Uh, a yeah. lot of young women, uh, you know, especially in their in their early twenties and pre adolescent uh, uh, stages of life, they looked at Kellyanne Conway as an important role model. I mean, she spoke the truth. Yes, she was a little rough around the edges. You know, she did resemble that female version of Donald Trump. But I think that's what we need, though. You know what I mean? Absolutely, we don't need. Yeah, we don't need uh, the press secretary we have now who won't answer Peter Ducey's question and who's not transparent. He's probably got. Oh, that, that woman. Yeah, that woman, man, is just a uh, another Jen Psaki 2.0. I mean, that's yeah. that's all it is, you know. Yeah. And, oh, speaking of speaking of that, um, that that press secretary right now, did you know that she's married to one of the CNN anchors that does a prime time? Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. they're and that they've been to court for domestic abuse, and that she like she actually abuses the other woman. That's the I know, I know the corruption and the, and, and 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 the uh, the the criminal activity is coming out day by day with this Biden administration. I, I I I laugh when I hear it because you know it's like we had to hear this this garbage, folks, for like the last what four or five years when Trump was in office, you know, where they were like, they're going to build back better. They're going to be more, uh, you know, they're going to be more of for the people. They're going to be, they're going to show more integrity, more, uh, uh, more everything. You know, it's going to be a different type of an administration, but we're seeing more criminal activity coming out of this yeah. Biden administration than ever before. You well, know? I should, I should also, I should also clarify to your listeners. Okay. The criminal activity that, uh, that they talked about for the past four years that CNN just gnawed at and just drooled all over and De- Brian Seltzer thought it was like Twinkies on steroids. Those are evidence that the media pro- uh, made up, first of all, and that the politicians took that and ran. But then the actual criminal activities, such as Hunter, La- Hunter Biden's laptops and uh, what Biden has done to women and stuff, that is all actual factual, and that is actually real evidence, and that's got real stains to the story, a.k.a. you probably know what your viewers mean by that. You know, but yeah. what, you, what you've noticed is that the media doesn't want to cover that, that the media doesn't want to cover what's really going on behind the Biden administration. And Brian Seltzer did a fantastic job with that, and that he had so much hatred for President Trump, and that's why I'm kind of glad that he's gone, because all he did was... he. You know, all he did was that he despised him. And this, it gets really old when people like you hear that same old story. OK, well, can you report something different instead of just Trump, 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 Trump and all oh, how bad of a boogeyman he is? No, I guess. Yeah. Old. 
It does. It does get old. I mean, I think that's why their ratings are dropping left and right. You know, I mean, the it's last time I checked, based. it's all their opinions. Yeah. It's not actual. It's not actual facts. And so it was interesting because he was. Any facts, all it was opinion based, and that's what it should be. CNN opinions. So what do you what do you think is uh, next for Brian Stelter? <laughs> uh, I know we talked in the middle of this episode, but like, where do you think that, you know, where do you think Brian Stelter is going to go? Uh, the next do you think he's got the network lined up or? Uh, I think he's going to be in the next uh, Pittsburgh Doughboy commercial. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. But I also think that he might get involved with, uh, uh, with podcasting. Um, I see a podcast for him. I know that sounds kind of, you know, like, Hey, yo, <laughs> podcasting. That's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I could see a podcast being uh, formed under Brian Stelzer, but That's I mean, scary, isn't it? it's scary. But he, he's really not going to have a base, you know. He's not if he does develop a podcast, you know. He he, the only base pretty much will be, you know, obviously the liberal base. Uh, the extreme leftists, yeah, yeah. That that's that's the type of people that's going to be following him. You know, you know, when you have a podcast, man, you you want to. You want to be, you know, you want to develop a base, in my own personal opinion as a podcaster, and probably Sas can relate, you know, you want to develop a, uh, a base that, that can connect to just about everybody, whether it's a liberal, a leftist, uh, you know, a Marxist, a, a freaking conservative, you know, a Republican, anybody for that matter. You know, that's where you want to driven your base. You know, like if, to be honest with you, Sas, like when I have people in the show, and, and you've been on a couple of them when I've had some extreme extreme leftists on my show I've, I've i've had extreme leftists on my show i won't tell them names because i don't want to piss them off and they go back to their houses and you know have their like sauce says their twinkies or their uh their ho-hos or something you know like i don't want to get them upset but you know i love to interview the leftist sauce i love to interview that 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 extremist because I, I love to hear their thoughts and their views because you know a lot of uh, conservative sauce you know they think that you know oh uh, we paint the liberals uh, on a bad note. We put them on a, on a canvas on a bad note. No, no, we don't do that, Sauce. No. They do it for themselves every single day. Yeah, and and I also can attest to this too. So as a podcast for myself, I think it's also important to like be transparent and be open because that's that's another bad. I've noticed that as well. That's another bad rap, as podcasters say. The first guest you have, the first conservative guest you have, they're oh, you're a conservative, you're a right wing podcast and stuff. No, I go on podcasts myself. I go on liberal podcasts. I go on your podcast. I do my own podcast. I invite different all kind. I invite guests myself that have diff- think differently. That's called being a fair, transparent podcaster, and that's what grows your base, and that's what. A lot of people like uh, that's what attracts you, and that's why like you and I are both flourishing. Like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, people see that. You know, people see your message. They see your view. You know, like obviously, if you have the same wishy wash type person on your show, you're really not going to go anywhere. You know, if if you if you have the constant same base, like uh, I'm going to say this, ladies and gentlemen, I am a conservative uh, podcast host. I believe in conservatism. I believe it is the only principle for this nation to literally uh, uh, preserve itself, uh, flourish, and uh, to go in the future. I, I, do, I truly believe that. That's my personal opinion. So that's, what's, that's what's great about this country. We can live in a nation where it's opinion-based. Now, you may not agree with my opinion. That's okay. But I agree with my opinion because that's who I am. You know, uh, you know that's that's what's great about this sauce. We can agree or we can disagree. You know, we can we can argue to the point where you know we're literally screaming at each other. But where does that go? You know what I mean? Yeah, it goes nowhere. Or or we can also like, or if our ratings uh, or if our ratings like drop and stuff, and we can reach out to certain people as many times as we can to just get on their show. You know, you probably know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah th- those are those are called uh, uh, rating sharks. You know, th- those those guys they 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 just want they'll just bring anybody on their damn show just to get a freaking rating. You know, just to get a viewpoint. You know, and you see that with the with the mainstream media. You know, they they or, bring these people on the on the show just to get a just to get a rating. You know. Yeah. Well, or for instance, uh, they'll 
So if you look at Mike Pence, okay, perfect example. Oh God, yeah. He now he's been. What is your thoughts on him making? What is your thought? Because did you know that he was going to be on Brian Stelter? They were going to do like a um, an hour episode, a special episode with Brian Stelter and Mike Pence together. What is your thought? They're going to do something. It fell through because he got fired. What was your? What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. First of all, Yastas is probably yeah. Mike is steaming, and I can hear him coming in as I'm closing up this uh, statement here. You know, like uh, you know. First of all, I'd like to know, Sauce, whose idea was that? Was that Pence himself going on that, or was it Stelzer? Uh, that was both of their ideas. That Mike Pence had a had an influence on that. Yes, because wow, yeah. The only reason why is because Mike Pence. Like you also notice, okay? Because you can see that he's trying to. He wants to be that. Because according to Mike Pence. If he's going to run for president, if he's going to be a president, he has to be open and transparent and has to work with both sides. So that's why he and Brian Seltzer were talking and said, would this be a great opportunity for us to like uh, bridge together and stating that as a Republican, I can work with the far extremists. Well, this is the same guy, you know, uh, Sas, if, if, if you could uh, retract to this statement, you know, this is the same guy. This is the same guy, the Stelzer guy. That put a freaking headline out, guys, if you can remember clearly, that, oh, Donald Trump had a huge involvement with, uh, with trying to murder Mike Pence. Did, did everybody remember that? This is the oh, same yeah. the lunatic that said on his show that he, that, that he believes that Donald Trump had an involvement in trying to murder Mike Pence because of, the, uh, uh, of, the, uh, the, of him trying to overturn uh, the general election in 2020, and that's what led to January 6th. This is the type of crap that that you hear. Yeah. So, uh, you know, to go in back to your question, Sash, your 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 statement that you made here on this show, I think that's maybe one maybe one of the reasons why Stelzer wanted and CNN wanted Mike Pence to go on for that session. Yeah, they wanted to question that. They wanted to they wanted to dig deep on if that statement was true. Because that's crazy. I mean, I've Donald Trump's been, you know, on headlines for like the last 40 plus years, 50 years. You know, I, I don't think as smart and intelligent as Donald Trump is, I don't think he would he would he would make that statement. That's an extreme statement, man. You know, <laughs> I, well, hey, you know. I think it was done by his. I, you know, I think it was done by, because you know the all. I've noticed this. Okay, the media companies don't want to report on what's really going on in America, and because they think that what's going on, people are gonna be like, like, uh, very upset. So what they do is that they focus on this one individual that saved America, that made America great again, literally, and they can't get off of him. Because they want they want ratings and they want anything. So I think I think that whole like Mike Pence, like you, like President Trump was going to murder Mike Pence and stuff. I think that was done by Mike Pence's PR movement people to get Mike Pence's ratings and so he can get speaking engagements. And so one way of doing it is by getting on Brian Seltzer to talk about that subject. That's yeah, I mean that's that's another way of looking at it because if if you've been paying attention to the political uh, playfield there, you know Pence has been out of. Uh, uh, out of the playbook for for quite some time, man. Since since literally since Biden has taken office, you know yeah, we haven't seen. Yeah, well, we haven't seen a lot of uh, of Pence making public appearances at all. No. I mean, usually, and this is what usually happens, folks. When a president uh, steps down in office, when the vice president steps down in office, any public official steps down. In public office, right? Whether it's on a state or a federal level, usually things happen. Uh, books get published, uh, podcast appearances, talk show appearances, um, public uh, uh, appearances, making brief, uh, you know, little briefings and stuff like that. That's what usually happens. We haven't seen that from Mike Pence. Now, did Mike Pence just take a, you know, his his backpack and his luggage and, and go back to Indiana? I mean, that's basically what happened. <laughs> I mean. Or, or did he burn his bridge with America and think, man, I messed up. This is one of my biggest failures. I'm not. Well, 
Well, a lot of people look at that. Uh, I don't think it's a mess up. I, I think a lot of people were were disappointed in Pence because they they wanted Pence to do the right thing. And you know, you did. had a lot. Of, yeah, you're right, Tuss. That he had a lot of um, he he had a lot of backlash with the American people. You, you look you're looking at uh, not just you're looking at the most precious, most important election in anybody's lifetime, the general presidential election. That is important. Now, if you see foul play as an elected official such as Mike Pence, he had that opportunity to dig deep into the, uh, the Department of Justice, into the other uh, other agencies there in government and say, you know what? I think there was foul play. I think there was foul play in the uh, mail-in ballots. I think this. I think that. But what, what did he do? Like a politician, he's a career politician. That's what set him apart from Trump. He thought about his career as a future politician. Like, where am I going to go now? You know, uh, Mr. Trump is not president anymore. I'm not the vice president. What happens to me, Mike Pence? That's where Mike Pence was going. Yeah. And it completely fell face flat. And to me, and it was interesting because I was one of the main uh, scrutinizers and I scrutinized him. And I'm like, you know, because here's why I scrutinized him so much, okay? Not only did he call himself a Christian, but he said, hey, I'm a man of God. I am a man of integrity. He fell face flat on that as well. That's what ticked me off, and that's what got the Christian community very upset because they're like, wait, the Bible tells us to be honest. You know, if you see something, hold that person accountable because God tells us to be accountable. God tells us to hold others accountable that are in government as well. So you're telling me that you are you're telling us to like you're a godly man and that you read the Bible daily. So you know what God's commandments are. But at the same time, you do the opposite. So it's like you betrayed your relationship with God and you also betrayed the yeah. Christian community. That's what ticked me off. And that's why I'm like, you know what? You want to call a fraud? Here that here this man is a fraud. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, he's a Christian guy. I mean, but I, I think he's, you know, he's facing, you know, two cards of, uh, of the evil there, <laughs> you know, he's facing, you know, like I said, I'll repeat it again, folks, for, for those who may, may have not understand that, that, that sentiment, you know, like he's facing two cards of the evil, you know, and he's also facing two cards of, uh, of, 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 of goodness, you know, the evil is where, you know, um, the, the ridiculing, you know, the the criticism uh, from the general public and through Washington, where, you know, if if he were to look into the general election, if he were to look into the uh, the voting process, you know, there could be a lot of, oh, well, he's just another Trump guy. And he's just trying to uh, to 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 pretty much uh, save the Republican Party. He's not transparent. He's not doing it in a partisan way. He's not doing it that that's the evil. Now, the goodness part of it would be uh, like we're saying right now, Michael Pence, do the right thing for the American people, you know, uh, step up as a vice president and say, hey, listen, there may have been fraud in Atlanta. There may have been fraud in uh, in uh, Wisconsin. There may have been fraud in Pennsylvania. Look at these key battleground states and see where the fraud came through. And that's where he should have went. You know, stop thinking uh, more of yourself and start thinking as uh, for what's in the best interest of the American people. You know, like, yeah, he's a Christian. He's a man of God, but he also has to take uh, the consideration of what's best for our country. And he should have done that. And he had, and he didn't do that. So, you know, yeah. And, and he failed. And the cool thing, well, not the cool thing is, but even if I, for example, for instance, in my shoes as, as being a public figure now, you know, <clears throat> I've come out and if I mess up and all that, if I know something's wrong, I hold myself accountable and I just write a, a press release either on or do a special episode stating, hey, here's what happened uh, from the bottom. Heart, I'm really sorry. I should have done the right thing instead of saying, oh, whoops, well, I'll just go along with it. And then it tarnishes your reputation. And then it's a lot harder for you to like it's a lot harder for other people to say, are you really accountable or like um, integrity? Well, yeah, I mean, your your actions do play a big part of 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 your decisions, of course, absolutely. Not only as a public figure, but as 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 a regular citizen of this country, everyone's actions play a big part of their decisions. You know, whatever decision they make, 
They're, they should be accountable for it. Absolutely. I, I, it doesn't matter if you're a public figure, uh, a freaking Hollywood actress or actor or, or, or a comedian or going down to, to a politician for that fact. Everyone's actions should be accountable without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, you mentioned just before here, we're going to close it up here. You mentioned before where, uh, you know, uh, with the whole uh, what the hell? The, the media, right? Uh, now going into this Mar-a-Lago crap, right? Like, oh, well, who is the true informant that tipped off uh, the FBI to initiate that raid? It had to be a family member because the family member would only know where the leather, the leather briefcase was that pertained all those secret documents of Trump. They had to know. It has to be a family informant. Do, do you see? Do you see the headline where they're where they're going at sauce? They want like they want the drama, man. They really do. Do you think it was Kushner? I, I see. You know what? I mean, like I said to Jimmy, are you in a time machine? Are, are you going through it? Yeah. Listen. <laughs> yeah, I I read that statement coming uh, uh, coming out of uh, uh, the Palm Beach uh, Post here in Florida. They're saying that um, that Kushner could have been the disgruntled uh, family member, like you know, because they're 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 using that word like disgruntled family member. You know, maybe maybe Trump uh, kind of rubbed Kushner the wrong way, or you know, vice versa. I think I think it could have been Kushner. I I I, I really think it could have been. You know, maybe Trump. Uh, you know, Mr. Trump promised Kushner. You know, some things after his presidency. You know, like I'm going to buy you a new BMW, uh, son. You know, because it's his. You know, his daughter's husband. That nice BMW, or I'm going to get you that nice beach house that you always wanted. So you know, like little shit like that, sauce. Like that, that could play. That's family turmoil. You know, that could that could set the uh, the bells and alarms off for uh, Kushner to tip off. Uh, you know, something as severe to the FBI. Absolutely. Isn't that scary to think about? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, extremely, extremely. You not not only if it can you imagine if that was true. Can you imagine what that would do for the entire Trump family? Do you know? Do, I mean, going to his wife, you know, Ivana, of, excuse me, Ivanka, Ivana's the mother, excuse me, Ivanka, going to going to his wife, Ivanka, and then having Ivanka finding out, did you rat my dad out, you son of yeah. a bitch? Can you imagine the turmoil coming out at the family table? Yeah, that's, um, yeah. I mean, this is stuff you would see at like a Thanksgiving dinner or something or a family Christmas dinner where you're at the table and then, you know, the, the wife or the, you know, the, the somebody in the family, you know, you son of a bitch, you read it out, my father. You know, yeah. you know I mean, yeah. Uh, all righty. Well, I got to get ready for an interview, another interview. So, yeah. Who do you have on your show? You're getting amazing uh, uh, people. We just heard Sas had, uh, you know, the uh, the representative uh, on his show the other day. And then he had another uh, state leader. Like, who, who's on your show today, man? So, Adam Steen. So, Adam Steen is, we're working right now. He said he just landed as Mike Lindell. Um, he ran against Robin Voss, and they're in that county that he, or in that district that Robin Voss won. Uh, there, he seemed like there was to be foul play in Racine County, and so now we, this is a developing story. So we're going to talk about the five, um, the five people that are indicted of uh, voter fraud, and uh-huh. the, those, the judge in Wisconsin, the appeal judge, dropped those five, uh, um, those charges. And so now we're figuring out because he lost by 20 votes. 20 votes, huh? Ugh. And they were thinking that it was tampered with and that people, they did ballot harvesting at uh, nursing homes. Oh, my goodness. So he's going to be on my podcast. Um, and then along, we're going to do another episode uh, next week. So it's whole action packed. And I'm going to be on the Kimberly Cloud show on Monday. So if you're. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, Kimberly Cloud. Yeah, I haven't heard from her in a long, long time. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to tune into that uh, on the Kimberly Cloud show. Yeah, yeah, it should be a rather interesting show, uh, you know. But, uh, you know, like what's going on with your state? There's a lot of fraud going on in your state, a lot of corruption. What's up with that, Sauce? Oh, boy. I don't really know. I mean, it's sad. Like I have, I have Wisconsin radio people reaching out to me to do interviews and stuff. I'm like, 
My goodness. And it's it's interesting because I want to make a correction, number one. All right. There was a nasty if you anyone that lives in Wisconsin, okay, I want to make a correction because there was an article that was released yesterday about me. All right. Yeah. There, no, no, I'm not a Nazi and no, I'm not a Joseph Stalin fan. Yeah, no you one. told me that yesterday. I wanted to know a little bit more. I just didn't have time because I was doing some work uh yesterday. And some other projects, but you know, yeah. well, what's up with that? They're calling you a Nazi, like you're not of German descent. No. Are these morons or something, sauce? I mean, if you're a Nazi, you got to be like a first. First Nazis are usually like uh, you know uh, German descent. Yeah. You know, they're from Germany, or 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 they show you know high levels of uh, of white uh, supremacy. Yeah, you know, like, like I don't. That, that's crazy. And, and another thing is, I also want to say that my ministry is not. My ministry is not showing extremism. It's not showing hatred. And so that's my podcast. It's not, you know, I also want to clarify on that because there was, uh, my podcast was also mentioned inside of that. I well, they also, probably got the, uh, the, 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 the certain guest that you had on, you know. <laughs> what? He was a little uh, far-fetched sauce. <laughs> hey, no, he was, hey, he was huge in Wisconsin, though. My, my viewership and stuff. I mean, not my viewership. Yeah, my viewership and my ratings and stuff, it's going like through the roof. And when you're, my whole thing is that when people are growing and they're jealous, they're going to do everything and anything to attack it. And so one way yeah. you do it is you attack the, the individual's character. And then yeah. you also, uh, yeah. And then you also attack. Well, you know what I mean by that, Sauce. I mean, the, the you know, with the, I'll say, you know, the Tommy Nation. I mean, you know, he, I, I said this to you off the air, man, and I hope you don't mind me saying this on the air. You know, like, I, I think it was a little disrespect, you know, as a, as a Christian podcast, you know, with the language. That's, that's what I was going at. Yeah, because you know, other guests don't use the foul language, and you know, yeah, I, uh, yeah, they don't use the foul language. I mean, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, folks. Yes, I use I use the language on my show, but I'm an entirely different show. You know, I said this to Sauce off the air, and I'll say it on the air. You know, when you're on a on on another show, you have to respect you know the guidelines. You have to respect uh, you know their format. Uh, Sauce is a Christian based podcast. You know, remember, God loves you, and I'll meet you at the finish line. It's a Christian-based podcast, folks. When you're on a podcast like that, that's a Christian-based, you got to respect the guidelines. you got to respect their format. And, you know, this this Tommy Nation, buddy, he, he was not respecting the format. And that's just my personal opinion. Because the, the, the age group that I listen to is why it's all over. Like, it's all over age group. I mean, I didn't mean to get into this this uh, this segment here with you, but I, I want to clarify, you know, so so my listeners and of course Sauce's listeners that may be tuning into this episode, you know, which I have to say this is probably the longest savage brief I ever done. I was only going to keep it twenty five minutes, but me and Sauce got into uh, a couple segments here towards the middle into the uh, into the end that had to be addressed. But I mean, this this. Uh, this 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 sentiment here, Sauce. You know, you, you you have to respect the the guidelines of somebody's format. You know, and I, I don't think he was respecting your format. And yes, uh, Mr. Tommy Nation, you you have to respect the format, buddy. I, I I'm sorry. I know I'm probably going to get attacked by his show, but it, it, it I, I'm saying it like it is, man. You know, because I don't go on your show, and I don't. Well, and here's another thing I also have to realize. I don't. If you <clears throat> okay, so not I'm not against swearing. But if you're on a Christian podcast and you swear on it, you have like my listeners that are like might be dealing with problems. And if you swear, it might come off as they're being mad, you know. And so I understand. And it's not I don't really have I don't do any political commentary. I allow individuals to grow stronger in their faith. So if you swear up a storm, it makes you look bad. And then it's like, oh, well, why listen to his podcast when he's got like foul language on there? And it says in the Bible, do not use the Lord's name in vain. Name in vain. Yeah, you know, that's you know what I mean that, by that, right? Yeah, that's where I was going at here. You know, in closing here, Sauce, I know you got to get going, and I don't want to take too much of your time. No, you're good. Uh, you know, I want to respect you because you know you're a good guy, and you know, and, and and you're fighting for a good cause on a spiritual, Christian, and also a political level. But you know, I, there's a there's a verse here, or maybe a paraphrase I want to use that I heard from somebody quite recently. And uh, folks, I'm going to get a little spiritual here, uh, so I want to warn you those uh, who are maybe not spiritual. I hope I don't offend you. Or, or if you are spiritual, I hope I don't offend you too, because it goes both ways. There's a phrase here, which Sasha just mentioned. You know, please, let's show a little bit more uh, uh, 
uh, passion for those uh, they may that may be facing turmoil or maybe facing uh, you know uh, sadness or anything uh, you know a little bit uh, you know tricky in their life you know because this is the day uh, that you know that that it can all fall down for them you know they can collapse in in a moment of time with a snap of a finger you know so you know try to be a little nice to people because they are probably facing the uh, most challenging day in their entire lives. And I want to leave it at that. You know, like I heard that just actually two, three days ago from a gentleman uh, that is facing extreme, extreme moments in his life right now where he doesn't know uh, how tomorrow will bring him. And, uh, you know, and I, I actually said a prayer for him and I, and, and I, and I, and I wished him the best of luck, you know, where he, he literally went from uh, having everything in the world uh, to, literally uh hitting rock bottom and now that gentleman is homeless folks and you know and it's sad you know where you know some people saw say they have everything in the world and you know with just a snap of a finger or or, or a bad decision uh it it, it creates uh, a, a tremendous uh uh life-altering uh a challenge you know what i mean yeah so but I'm going to close it out here, Sas. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for working with the time frame with me. Um, I had to push it back a little bit, folks. Uh, Sas and I were supposed to do this uh, recording uh, this morning first at 7.30. I had to push it uh, to uh, 2 o'clock, and then I was – literally reaching out to sauce and say, Hey, I got some time, you know, <laughs> let's, uh, let's shoot for like, uh, like around, uh, like a little after 11, 1130, uh, 11, what was it? Almost 1030, excuse me. And, uh, sauce was uh, very flexible. So I want to thank you sauce for, uh, no for problem. coming on. And, uh, I want to, uh, wish you the best of luck with, uh, with that interview, that session that you're having. Uh, it's this afternoon, right? Uh, well, we're, he's landed, so I'm giving him plenty of time because he's with Mike Lindell, so he's very busy. So it's like oh. it's very flexible. The Mike Pillow, the, the my pillow guy, yeah, yep, yeah. Tell, tell right. him I want to graph uh, a copy of uh, of the pillow if you can if you can if you can get to him in time. <laughs> All righty. Hey, All right, buddy. All righty, guys. Hey, so hopefully you guys have a wonderful weekend, and remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line, and you are welcome to find unsavaged. Uh, filter on any of your podcasts in Amazon Music and Alexa's. Just play, hey Alexa, play Unsavaged, Unfiltered, uh, Unfiltered, Savage, or um, Savage, Unfiltered. She'll play you got it right the first time. Yeah, you just tell Alexa, folks. I'll correct Sauce because I know Sorry he's got to get that. going. It's uh, if you play, if you tell uh, Alexa to play Savage, Unfiltered, it's going to play the most up recent episode, uh, which will be uh, the episode prior to this. Uh, that I had this morning, yes. And then also, if you have an Apple podcast or um, a Google podcast, all you have to say is, hey, Google, play Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet at the finish line, and she'll play the first episode. She'll play the most current episode on the Google podcast. That's oh, wow. We're wow. Wow. That's a good milestone. We want to see you on Alexa. That's the next milestone, Sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Hey, I'm all, right. all right. Thank you.